0: Welcome Welcome to Stories from a Shower Shower Singer with your hosts, Tony and Emma. Welcome to episode one of Stories Stories from from a a Shower Shower Singer. Singer. Do you love to sing in the shower? If your answer is yes, then this is the podcast for you. In each episode, we interview fascinating people from all walks of life about the joy and healing powers of singing and creativity.
1: We also invite you, the listener, into an intimate jam session with our guest and teach you their favorite shower song so you can sing along with us.
0: So lather up
1: and let's sing. Oh my gosh, it is our first episode and we have the amazing David Trung with us.
0: Excellent. Welcome, David.
1: Thank you.
2: I'm um, so you know, uh, happy to be on the first ever
0: podcast of it's, yours. It's very exciting. So good to have you. So good to have you. I'm going to tell our listeners a little bit about you before we start to chat. So David Trung also known as Ambition Road, is a totally blind singer-songwriter and keyboard player originally from Vietnam but now making his home in Brisbane. During his teenage years, David started focusing on his singing, songwriting and keyboard playing... At the same time, he was also introduced to the joys of playing sport and he actually went on to become a professional sportsman and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But a few years ago, it became apparent that David's time playing competitive sport was drawing to a close and therefore he was able to begin focusing on his original life passion, his singing, songwriting and keyboard playing. His solo music project Ambition Road focuses on bringing to life his original music in a keyboard-driven, acoustic, reflective, folk, soft rock style. And 2019 has been a really big year for David and his project, Ambition Road, with a bunch of new songs being written and even a possible release of an album called Tainted Glasses, which is very exciting. Welcome, welcome, welcome. David Trull,
2: Thank you. Thank you. And um, thanks for the introduction.
0: (laughs) Does that sum you up adequately?
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess it does. Um, But um, I like the way you said professional sportsman. Um, It would have been awesome if it was professional. i would be a lot richer.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Look, correct me. Tell us a little bit more about your life as a sportsman.
2: Um, Well... I guess uh, someone would say I managed to get to an elite level, but uh, I'd say that I I've got to a painful level because we used to have a train seven days a week and it used to be pretty tough. But, um, yeah, as as the buyer said, I mean, look, you know, as a teenager, um, I, I really loved music. I guess, like, uh, every teenager does, really. And, I mean, in a, in my day... Um, we didn't have computers and all that. we we just had the radio and a tape recorder, you know, those cassette mm. players. So I used to be listening to the radio, record them on cassette and get near the grand piano that they had at, at the um, boarding school that I was at and used to try and play along uh, very badly, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I used to do that. But um, just like back in my day, um, blind people um, were encouraged to really seek a music career, and that's because back then it was felt that would be the only way they could actually get uh, along in life, I guess, which, right or wrongly, that was the thing of the day. So every blind person really um, ha- was introduced to some musical instrument, whether it be a piano, drums, mm. um I tried trombone, trumpet. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the trombone was a bit of a failure. <laughs> <laughs> the only note I got was a B flat, and you know what that sounds like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what does it sound like, David? <laughs> 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 oh,
0: Dave. I had no idea that you played the trombone. Uh, well,
2: I didn't. I tried. <laughs> you
0: tried. You attempted.
2: <laughs> I attempted. Um, amazing. It was quickly realised by myself and I think f- more by others that I should stick to another instrument, and that was <laughs> The piano, so um, and
0: the love affair began.
2: Yeah, the love affair of music began, but then it was interrupted by um, discovering sport. And at that time, I I I found music um, because it was shoved on me. I guess pretty. Pretty boring, and the only reason why I went to piano lessons is because there was a girl that I was interested in. She, <laughs> ah,
1: she was taking course. piano lessons
2: before me, and I wanted to just attend those lessons to, have, to get an opportunity to talk to her. But um, amazing, oh, I love
0: that. You know, I, I've often thought about our choir, and Tony and I run a choir in Brisbane called Cheap Trail, and David is a part of this choir. And I've always thought it is the perfect dating opportunity for single men. You don't go to a pub to meet a woman, or you can. But but I tell you what, there's a bunch of beautiful single ladies of all ages who come to our choir and we need men to join. So I'm thinking this could be a marketing opportunity.
2: Hmm. Yes, well, um, <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave that up to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but music is a great way to meet, uh, to fall in love,
2: shall yes. we say. Oh, exactly. And, um, and I'll talk a bit about it later, of course, but yeah. music for me is... It's, it's a kind of an icebreaker for me, you know, because I just feel that music um, dissolves all barriers. You know, if you've got a disability, as soon as you say, here you play, there's no um, discrimination. There's no even a focus on your disability. It's more on, on the music, you know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, David, uh, we're going to go um, a little bit into how singing and, and music has shaped your life a little bit later on, but um, I would like to ask you, what is your favourite song to sing in the shower.
2: <laughs> oh, well, look, that's a hard choice, you know, but um, I quite like um, Better Be Home soon by Crowded House at the moment. Ooh. And that, that's what I've been singing in the shower. And not only that, though, um, I accompany a lot of singing groups, um, singing groups that have people that are participating who have disabilities. And, um, yeah, some of my uh, musician friends are choir leaders and, of course, you know, they, they like some of the, you know, songs like by Crowded House and, and other groups and um they always want me to play Better Be Home Soon. So mm. that's another reason. But I mean, you know, it's a song, you know, there's no real reason why I I, I really is my favourite song to sing the show, it's just that it's nice to sing the show and especially the chorus you can really belt it out, you know. Lovely. And it brings that emotion, you know.
0: Absolutely. It is a beautiful song. Absolutely gorgeous. And we'll talk a little bit more about why you chose that um, later on. But I'd love you to go back to the very, 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 very beginning of your life. And we've talked a little bit about this. um, Yes. You and I, uh, when we have our DNMs. Yes. um, But tell us a little bit about your childhood. I know that... You are from Vietnam?
2: That's right. Um, well, basically, I'm going to give my age away here a little bit, but that doesn't matter. Um, we're all friends here. But, <laughs> 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 no, but uh, when, when I look, you know, to be honest, I don't remember the first seven years of my life. Um, so, the f- you know, I just have little flashbacks, but most of the first seven years of my life, I've had to... Um, get information from others that you know may have known something a little bit about how I came to Australia. But basically, the story goes like this: that um, in 1975, um, the end of the Vietnam War had just happened, and the Australian government, along with the American government, um, were participating in a scheme to bring orphans uh, who were situated in orphanages throughout South Vietnam to their respective countries. Um, And these orphans were just chosen at random. And I I guess they had some other criteria, like, you know, they had to be under a certain age, et cetera. Um, And, of course, they might have had to have some other, um, you know, other reasons such as maybe they had to have a disability or whatever. Mm. But um, the thing is that um, I was chosen to go to Australia and my my best friend was chosen to go to America. And um, his plane, unfortunately, crashed where mine Obviously, I'm still here. So the reason why I mention that is because it just is amazing how, you know, fate plays a great hand in in what you're given, you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. I mean, I'm
2: just lucky that I'm here. I could have been on that plane that he was on and he's come to Australia. So basically, I came to Australia um, thanks to the Australian government and and the Labor government at the time, I think it was, Gulf Whitlam. And um, just to cut a long story short, I... um, first landed in Sydney and I stayed at Lambie, which is sort of like a a place for young children, I guess. Um, And I stayed there for about three months. And then I was transported to Melbourne. And when I got to Melbourne, I, you know, kind of stayed with a few foster families. They tried me there first. And the problem with that was um, back in those days, the foster families had a, a system where, you know, you were only allowed to stay with one foster family for three months. And... But you can see the problem is that if you get attached to that mm. foster family, the three months are up and then you'd have to move on and that's mm. what happened to me. And I went to another foster family and, unfortunately, that didn't work out. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, so how
0: th- many foster families were you with? Oh, I David. think I
2: went through about three or four. And then wow. after that, um, I found my way to uh, – They don't have them as much anymore, but back then they had um, schools that were especially uh, – that's probably not the right word, but I'm going to say design for people with vision impairments. So, you know that they were, you know, that's where if you had a, a vision impairment, you went to a school, and at that school you were you were taught everything, you know, the same as a mainstream school, except you had extra um, uh, classes such as, you know, home economics, mm-hmm. um, mobility. Learn, learning how to use Braille, wow. um, also learning what technology was out there at the time, which wasn't much back then. Mm. And we're talking, you know, 70s, 80s, um, early 80s, that type of thing. Wow.
0: wow, David. And I know that IT has actually played a really big part in your life. I actually will, will never forget uh, going to David's house um, to pick up a keyboard um, that you were, I think, lending me. Or no, maybe I think you were donating it mm. to our choir, actually. And I went there and and David showed me his um, computer room. And I remember looking around thinking, uh, there's no computer in here, David. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, stupid me, there's no screen. There's no monitor, obviously, because why would there be? And so mm. your computer comprised of really just a few little buttons and a mouse, didn't it?
2: Yeah, and a box and everything like that. yeah. But um, funny you mentioned about IT because um I only started doing IT when I when I came to Brisbane back in nineteen ninety three and before that I used to think of people who uh were computer users were nerds, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I used to steer clear I was like, ah what what are they want do computers? for? they should I be out there play playing school. cricket. Yeah. yeah. King of football. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, <David.
0: laughs> And so how did you – because, I mean, you've just had the most colourful life as a sportsman, um, working in IT, musician. Like, how did you stumble across IT? Why did you go down that path?
2: Well, because back um, when I – as I mentioned, when I um, moved to Brisbane in 1993, I moved because,
0: yeah, I fell in love. Ooh la la. I feel like there's a theme here. All of your decisions – Revolve around love. Yeah, Would that be well, true? The decision to pursue music? You had a crush on a girl?
2: Yes, yeah, so I think uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, course, it's a good way to be. I you like You can't it. tell a girl's that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, David! So well, sorry, I interrupted you.
1: Uh, <laughs> maybe we should. Tell us, like, Ooh, uh,
0: we I like your thinking, need
1: to go into matchmaking. I think that could be our side hustle. You know, I
0: thing. totally agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, as
2: long as it's not matchmaking the shower. But um Ooh, <laughs> David, <laughs> that is a great That's... idea.
0: <laughs> You're onto something there, yep. Dave. <laughs> We're stealing
1: that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, you can steal it. That's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh goodness. Now, so sorry. No, what, what, Back to what, our computers.
2: Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. So um so I moved to prison because I found in love, as I mentioned. Yeah. And um so I got to uh I so decided to move here. Uh and um so I went to my um partner's house at the time and I, she had a computer and she, and it smelled so brand new. She said to me, Oh, I haven't used it for three years, I just don't know how to work it. And ah. I thought No, that just it smells too brand new i I've got to do something about this <laughs> it, smells it smells too, too brand new, brand new. <laughs> she, wow she got it and she obviously you know just couldn't work it and there was obviously no one around to help her at the time you know now she'd be set but back then you know there wasn't really that you know that much support for people mm. with vision impairments, to help them with, uh, you know, adaptive technologies, as we as we call it. Mm. But um, yeah, this computer was just sitting there doing nothing. I thought, oh, that's just a waste. I'll, I've got to, I've got to do something about this and, and help it and get some use out of it. So that's that's really how it started. That's how, how my love of IT started. And then people who I thought were nerds were suddenly my friends, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. And, Speaking of technology, you told me a very funny story the other day about being up at the shops in Ashgrove and a woman coming up to you and offering to help you across yeah. the road. <laughs> Can you just tell the listeners yeah. that very funny story?
2: Well, I was just um, yeah walking up my street in Ashgrove and um, just waiting cross the road, and this, this girl came up to me and said, oh, do you need a, do you need a hand? And I said, "Oh, oh yeah." And anyway, um, as we were walking across the road, she was talking to me. And I said, "You sound like my uh, voice on, on, my, um, on my on my on uh, my iPhone and um, and on all the GPSs that are uh, here around." She said, "I am. I'm Karen." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It was, her. It, was it was Karen. <laughs> yeah.
0: So she's oh, uh, yeah. She, she's actually from, Ash- from Brisbane. Yeah, well, I think her parents yeah. live in
2: Ashgrove. Yeah. Well, that's wow. what she said anyway. And um, she was just there visiting them, obviously, and just walk around. And that was a while ago. But um, yeah, just, you know, it was. Did you
1: ask her to give you directions? Oh, she was already. (laughs) She was already.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dave. True. because I guess being um, completely blind, your other senses would be so heightened. I loved the way you just spoke about the smell of the new computer, which was actually three years old. <laughs> um, and and you know, you know what I love about the smell
1: of new products? Oh, tell me. You know when you, you unbox a new oh, product? Yeah. You unbox a new keyboard, oh, David, or yeah, you know, yeah. like a new camera or a, a new microphone, and it has that new... Product smell. Well, don't get me excited, too. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. That's a thing. <laughs> it's all, mate. <laughs> That's the first thing you got to do. Oh, so, exactly. so you, you open your new phone, the very first thing you do, you've got to have, have a little smell. Oh, yeah. A little sniff. Yeah, a little sniff.
2: And if it's not God. brand new, you know you've been sold a lemon, so...
0: That's it, that's it. <laughs> there you go. Just we, a small we should, tip. We should bring yeah. all of our new products to you for a sniff test, yeah. David, just so you can, you know, make sure they're actually brand new.
2: Do that, but just make sure I don't take them. Yeah. Ooh,
0: <laughs> I see, I see. Um, so, so your senses are obviously incredibly heightened and do you think that this, you know, your hearing um, helps with, Music,
2: yeah. Um, just uh, uh, what I would say is that yes, our senses are heightened, as you mentioned, but I think it's because obviously we don't have one sense. So it's not, it's not like we, we are given like superhuman um senses, it's just that mm. we have to focus on these other senses a lot more. Yeah, so for example, I mean, if you or Tony lost your sight tomorrow, uh, you would be able to um, your hearing would naturally improve as you focus on it more. Um, yeah. And, I mean, this is why, you know, it's a bit of a myth that, you know, only blind people can be great musicians without actually reading music, et cetera. I mean, I've seen a lot of sighted people do the same thing, but, you know, because for whatever reason they want to do it um, because they've, they've decided to focus on the hearing more, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um Because, they, you know, they might feel that uh, they, they need to improvise a lot better. So mm. they will concentrate on the hearing not look at the music so much.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can definitely attest to David's hearing mm. as um, a producer and uh, someone that records uh, local musicians. I've done a lot of work with David um, on his latest um, EP, well, his upcoming EP slash album. Um, but we've wrote, how many songs have we recorded We David? Uh,
2: We've recorded, well, we're in the middle of recording our sixth song at the moment.
1: Yeah. Ooh. And it sounds really, really good. Can't wait.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's. And, um, yeah, no, it's always great, well, you know, working with you turners obviously, but um, what else I wouldn't have kept on recording because, you know, um, you know, we talk about it later, but, I mean, like, it's always good to work with people that, you know, understand, you know, where you're coming from Mm. and um, what you're thinking musically, and they're on the same page.
1: Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but there's been uh, quite quite a lot of times where we've been listening to a track, we're working on a track, and there'll be, like, a little click a little pop somewhere in the track. And I can't hear it, but David goes, Oh, you gotta play that again. Yeah, you got, there's a little click there. Wow. Go back. And then sure enough, I play it a few times and I'm like, Yep, there is. There's a little click there. <sighs> could it could have been from like the vocal the vocal mic or it could have been from a guitar string, but yeah. You've got very heightened hearing.
0: Oh, that's amazing. For sure. It's incredible.
2: Yeah, and as I mentioned, that's that's because, like I said, um, I mean, I like to say that I, I'm a superhero and I've got these all these super gifts. Um, obviously, I would like x-ray vision as well, but... Um... Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> <David>. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you use that for, David? Let's um, not but, ask. This
0: is a, this is a, a G-rated <laughs> podcast. I
2: was going to say to have a look at um, if the showers are good enough or not.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Tony yeah, did yeah. give his shower a good clean before today.
1: Yes. Yeah, no, well, you have to. We you not guests around, you've, you've got to make it look good. And smell good. It smells good too, Dave.
2: Oh, beauty. We yeah. can unwrap it.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess um, that kind of leads us into uh, our next question very badly, I guess. <laughs> that, was, that was
0: nice. It's a great segue. This is a great segue. Sniffing too.
1: Um, how has singing and music <laughs> shaped your life, David? Well, um,
2: obviously, uh, I I wasn't focusing on much of my singing when I was doing sport, but after I realised that um, my body just couldn't do what my head wanted to do, Mm. I had to focus on something else. And I know my my, uh, housemate, Robin, um, she said to me, David, you know, you're annoying me. (laughs) 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 just you're just being grumpy, you need something to focus on. So ah. she said, you know, what would be the next thing you think you need to focus on? And I, I automatically said music. And since I made that decision, music and singing has really, you know, improved my life. It's really given me something to focus on, aim, you know, give me goals to aim for. Yeah. Um, and it's also, um, you know, allowed me to, you know, um, make contact with people who I probably wouldn't have normally mm. made contact with, like, um, obviously, um, I engaged you as Emma as a, as a, as a singing teacher, mm. and that that was beautiful. And then you introduced me to your beautiful choir, cheap trill, mm. and um, that was that was a turning point in my life as well. Because you know, I'm, I then um, came into a, an environment that was very supportive, uh, you know, very welcoming, which made it easy for me then to be who I am myself and discover who I am. You know what I mean, like. Um, because sometimes, you know, you go to an environment and you're kind of a bit shy or whatever, mm. you don't really come out of your, your shell, so to speak. You know, you don't, you don't you you can't be the best you can be. You can't be who you, you should be. Um, so, you know, being part of Chip really allowed me to do that and allowed me to discover my voice as well. You know, kind of, I was, you know, obviously aiming to be, um, you know, a lead singer, solo artist, mm. but I, I wanted to learn how to sing uh upper ways and being a part of a choir allows you to do that because you don't you can't always sing what you want to sing you you have to be part of a team and you know um help others as well as yourself find the, the voice that makes the, the choir sound beautiful, you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Mm. It, you're so right. It's a different way of singing, isn't it? It is. Being a lead singer, you can do your own thing. Um, the, the tone of your voice doesn't need to blend, but um, when you're in a choir, I imagine it's quite similar to being in a sport. A sporting team.
2: It is, it mm. is very similar um, without the seven days of training.
0: <laughs>
2: which I love very much.
0: <laughs> oh, it is a little bit aerobics, aerobic though sometimes, isn't it? I get you to sort of jump up and down and stomp on the spot. Yeah, and but that's, do, nothing. That's, that's nothing. That's nothing compared to seven yeah. days of training. You're yeah. right. You're no, right. No,
2: well, put it this way in one of my, um, when, when I was playing for Australian Gold Ball, um, one of the training things that our coach used to to do was. We'd have to run around um, the gym, you know, they call laps, right? So, um, and then after each lap, you had to do push-ups, burpees and sit-ups. And if you were last, uh, then you you had to um, do double each each lap. Oh, my God. Oh. And uh, and you'd have to double your laps as Will well. Were
0: you ever last, David?
2: Yes, unfortunately so. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. That's why, that's why I hate it. Oh, oh no. I'd, I'd, learn, I'd quickly learn to become um, first, but I mean... Yeah.
0: You're giving me some good ideas for our next uh, choir Local. rehearsal, <laughs> you know. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, you might need an ambulance if that's case.
0: Okay. <laughs> ah. Just for me. Oh, gosh. I love what you said before about meeting people you you, you normally wouldn't interact with. And I think that's the beauty of choir Um uh, you know, we come together, people from all different backgrounds, all different abilities, races, religions, um, beliefs, uh, genders, ages, and we we find the common link. And we in do. our case, it's it's music and it's singing. And I have this this dream that in Parliament, every morning, the politicians should start their day with a Thirty-minute choir rehearsal. Can you imagine? Do you think? Uh, do you yeah. Think-
2: well, I put it this way: <laughs> they have Paramount radio. That's probably when I'll be tuning out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how. You don't know if they. Uh, uh,
1: you
0: don't know if they'd be very. I don't know. If Scott Morrison would
2: be a good. I don't know. I don't think we'd welcome Scott Morrison to Team Base.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yep. I uh I hear you, I hear you. Not because
2: of his policies something. I'm, I'm not I'm not a politician but uh, I don't know if you'd have a good bass voice. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I'm not I'm not sure what? what section he'd uh he'd fit into.
2: Maybe some probably not in our
0: choir, but um, yeah. But anyway, I I don't know I'd love to I'd love to see how that goes down.
1: No, but seriously, that would <laughs> be great. Yeah, that,
2: that would be that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting. Yeah,
1: it would Get them to do some funny vocal exercises before the day. <laughs> like what was the other one that we were doing? The the one that you made up? The
0: um Plop. Oh, plop in a
1: sock. Plop plop. in a sock.
0: A great articulation exercise really gets the articulators working. Plop in a sock, plop in a sock, plop in a sock, plop in a sock, plop
1: in a sock, plop in a sock, sock, and so on. And it also gets you, you know, talking about exercise, it does get your quads working as well because every time you say plop, Emma makes you do a little squat.
0: That's right.
2: But they're probably doing that already. Well, the,
0: <laughs> with the
2: amount of garbage that comes out of some of their mouths, but um... oh my
0: gosh, I love it! Well, before before things uh, get too silly in the podcast room, um, we want to ask you to go a little bit deeper with the reason why you chose your shower song, "Better Be Home Soon," David. So we know you love to to sing it in the shower. We know you love to belt out the chorus. But what does this song mean to you? I
2: think, um, in, in a way, it means that you you can't take things for granted because re- mm. that's the way I kind of um, interpret that song to yeah. be like, you know, don't take me for granted. You know, I may not be here when you come back, you know. Um, and although, I, you know, I'll always be your shelter, but just, mm. yeah, just... I'm here for you, but just don't take me for granted, because one day I may not be.
0: Absolutely, and with your life experience, and particularly the experience you had coming to Australia with your friends' plane tragically crashing, um, I guess that's a message that you must hold on to. I do. You know, you are so yeah. so grateful and so positive. Um, all the time. And that's something I think Tony and I both admire very much about you.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. But I just think that life is something that you can never take for granted. I mean, like, I've been given such a a, a good life myself. I I, I mean, there are things that I get disappointed with, like everybody else, no doubt about that. But when I think about it, I mean, I could be, you know, like, Stuck in the streets in Vietnam, maybe maybe not alive, or maybe if I'm alive, doing nothing, just maybe mm. working baskets, making baskets, or maybe just living very poorly. And you know, yeah, I'd hate to think. I mean, to think what might have been, but all but all I want to think about now is is what I've got, uh, and that is I'm in the best country in the world. That's Australia. Um, I'm you know like. In the best environment, where, you know, where people are very supportive. I mean, because I could have been in another country um, where blind people are, are virtually tread like passengers. You know, like you know, you, you kind of discard them. You kind of they're kind of a bit of a nuisance. But here in this country, uh, people embrace what blind people or people with disabilities can do, rather than what they can't do. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean obviously, there's going to be sections. In, in any country or in anything where that's not the case, but in uh, from what my experience in Australia, I've always had a lot of support. So, you know, I'll, I'm I'm grateful for that. And then really that's what that Chow song brings home to me, that kind of message. And, you know, heaps of other songs do that as well. I always try to look for songs that, um, you know, kind of have a have that type of message. Um, so, yeah, Better Be Home Soon is one of them.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Amazing. Well, I think it's uh, time for us to jump in the shower and have a bit of a sing.
0: But before we jump in the shower and sing with David, we thought we'd teach you, our beautiful listener, a couple of harmony parts. Of course, you can just sing along to the melody with David, or you can join us in the chorus to sing a couple of harmony parts. Now, we've got a higher part for singers like me and a lower part for singers like Tony. Let's start by learning the high part. I'm going to teach it to you right now. We're starting on the note E flat and we're going to sing a series of oohs. So repeat after me. Ooh, your turn. Ooh. My turn, ooh, your turn, ooh, my turn, ooh, your turn, ooh. And then finally we're going to join in with David as he sings Better Be Home Soon. But we'll be singing slightly different notes. It goes like this Better be home soon. Let's try that together. Three, four. Better be home soon. Excellent. So let's string all of that together. And here we go. A one, two, three, four.
1: Thanks, Emma. All right. So now we're going to learn the lower harmony. Okay. It's going to start on this note right here. And we're going to sing. So I'll sing first and then you can repeat it. Here we go. Now your turn. And then we go down. My turn. Now, your turn. And then we go, my turn. Your turn. And then we're going to join what David sings, but we're going to sing a harmony. And it's going to go... Better be home soon. Now your turn. Better be home soon. Okay, now let's string that all together. Here we go. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh better be home soon.
0: Thanks, Tony. That was great. So, now it's time to jump
1: in the shower. Alright, let's turn the shower on. And Tony, keep your
2: clothes on. you <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere deep inside Something's got to hold on And it's pushing me aside. See it stretch on forever And I know I'm right for the first time in my life well, That's why I tell you You better, better be home soon, home soon. Back the cults of lies and deception. All back to nothingness, like a wig in a desert. And I know I'm right for the first time in my life. And that's why I tell you. You better be home soon Ah, don't say no, don't say nothing's wrong Cause when you get back home, maybe I'll be gone
0: Well, that was David Trung from Ambition Road singing Better Be Home Soon by Crowded House in
1: the shower. That was amazing. And, David, you have a very beautiful body. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, my God.
0: This is out of control. Oh, on that gorgeous note, um, thank you so much for swinging by the Tiny Dream Studios this morning, David. It has been such a pleasure to speak with you.
2: Thank you. Look, you know, i am I've always wanted to jump in Tony's shower, so <laughs> 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 thanks for the opportunity. I've, I've really enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Now, tell our lovely listeners where they can find your music.
2: Well, I'm on um, Bandcamp at yep. ambitionroad.bandcamp.com. So that's Bandcamp, B-A-N-D-C-A-M-P.com. I'm also on uh, Facebook, of course, at um facebook.com slash Music 2014 um, I know I'm going to change that because it's a bit of a mouthful. But
0: uh, We'll put all of these links yeah. in our podcast notes as well. Yep. So. Um, and you're on I'm, iTunes. I'm on
2: iTunes. I, you could probably read out the address there. It yeah, you. if you yeah. search
0: for Ambition Road on iTunes and CD Baby. Yeah, I'm and on also you can... Spotify as well. Amazing. So make sure you check out David's Beautiful music. Um, there will be some new releases coming soon. So thank you again. Thank David. you so much,
1: David.
2: No, thank you. You guys, thanks for the opportunity.
1: You've been listening to Stories from a Shower Singer. If you like the podcast, please rate it, subscribe, and share with your friends. Stories from a Shower Singer is brought to you by Emma Dean, Tony Dean, and Corinne Basanjik of Cheap Trill. Until next time, stay clean.